Hey guys, you know what? This week, this past week was incredible. It was James Webb Space Telescope all week long. Mm -hmm. And I was super excited to see those images that came out last week. What about you? Oh yeah, the ones of Jupiter just blew my mind. What did that look like for you as an oh, artist? What, what did that remind you of? So I keep saying it's, it's biology. It lo all looks like biology. It all looks like when you look, you know, what is the saying? So above is so below. Yes, or what is that as saying? above, so below. That's it's exactly Richie. it. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was incredible. I thought it was, look, you, we might as well be looking through a microscope. It, it, yes, mm -hmm. yes. It just shows you that, at least in our in our solar system, that everything is connected in some way. Yep. That you see you see certain forms repeat, mm -hmm. and it, it the the images of Jupiter look to me like if you poured a you had a some blue liquid, mm -hmm. and then you poured heavy cream, right? And you just swirl it around, right. or and even gas and water, how it mixes and you, sure. you kind of swirl. Yeah, it, different, it, it different, blew my mind. Different um, weights, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm gonna say specific gravities of liquids. It was incredible. It was, it was, it was just, and that was just one of them. Yeah, and I, I mean, I to say, I think the world's mind collective mind was blown yeah. by those images for me the images looked like the last time i last maybe three times i got my eyes checked they did this new scan for i think it's cataracts i don't know they do this scan inside your eye yeah. and it's this picture that they take and it, that's what it looked like all those fuzzy wow really you know gas gaseous <laughs> yeah. clouds and stuff that you that those images look just like your eyeball your with eyeball. the iris looks like a black hole. It's kind of weird. Like mm -hmm. again, it's that pattern of this gap. This I'll say this solar system because I don't know, just repeats in different ways in, yep. in, a, in a, a microcosm. We yep. are a microcosm yep. of the whole universe. Yep. At least that's that's what those pictures revealed to me. And there were some pictures where you saw different galaxies. Oh, and that was that was amazing. That yep, yep. that composite with like. Mm -hmm. All of those galaxies, and we should put that. We should put that up. Uh, some of these different pictures. Yeah, so that yeah. the galaxy one that they showed, they they also said that is the equivalent of holding a grain of sand in between your fingers and putting it at arm's reach and looking up through at that sand. That's <gasps> as big as it is. Wow. That one little speck oh. is all those galaxies. Okay, it's just my human mind has a yeah. hard time yeah. grasping the the scale of yeah. what you just you just shared now i know um i want to talk some more about the photos but a little piece on the james webb telescope that i read about that it's a hundred times more powerful than hubble correct and you know i was fascinated by hubble but you could see situations where Hubble was, you know, was fuzzy. Mm -hmm. But since it was all that we had, yeah. it was, you know, amazing. And, and, and it's still amazing what Hubble, Hubble did for us. Um, the mirror on the James Webb telescope is six times more surface area. So six times larger. And that's what part of what allows it to look so deep into space and and um and reflect back now 
JP, you had a, a story that you shared about <clears throat> the approach that they took to the James Webb ex expedition. Mm -hmm. Could you share that again? You shared it offline, so could you share that again? Um, which, which approach was that? Where they took it a, a certain number of miles out. Oh, uh, that was you, wasn't it? Yeah, right. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Um, interesting. Uh, just like if you live in a city, and you really can't see the stars by looking up because of all right. the, the light pollution. Right. You know, but you go, uh, you know, 20 miles out into the country, you can see, you know, you can see the Milky Way. Uh, same same premise, the, 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 they shot the satellite a million miles past Earth in the proper direction that the Earth covered up the sun. So... They, oh, they yeah. shot it far enough so so the Earth would shield the sun so they could see even more stars. So they, it's like blocking out a street light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the sun. It's yeah, a monster, it right? A so, yeah, they went a million miles out to do that, which is what's given them a lot clearer images also. Well, yeah, I, w I was, I was going to say this, this this telescope was designed as you've shared designed to explore deep space right and i read that it is it sent back images you know because the image the light that we're receiving on our planet from wherever is light that was sent out uh, forever millions of hundreds of millions of years ago in some cases right so we're we could be seeing light from stars that have already died. Oh, probably that have already most certainly. Supernova. Are, yeah. I mean, sure. So it was interesting to say that in, in this case of James Webb, it's designed to explore deep space 13 million light years ago. Mm -hmm. So this is the past that it's yeah. showing. And they were trying to get as close to the Big Bang as they could. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. only got about 800 million years after the Big Bang. They couldn't get all the way there. Wow. But you should know that they're already, you know, it took 20 years to get this thing in, mm -hmm. in production. And, you know, partially the technology wasn't quite there to get the mirror as large and, and the power to keep the power on as long. The Hubble did pretty well with the tech we had when it was sent. So they're already working on the next version of this thing. The Roman. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yes. The Roman in yes. 2027 yes. that launches. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Then that, again, that's that's for one of their, they want to see dark matter. Oh, man. So this one's a little more complicated. Yeah. This is becoming yeah. a little quantum. Th this is a whole different game. So it's a different light spectrum that they'd yeah. be trying right. to view uh, versus the visible. This is infrared. Right, and they so, want us to be able to see the curvature of space and time. Yeah, is what they're looking for. That's that's. Amazing. I mean, I don't even know what any of that means, but it sounds fantastic. <laughs> well, I th I think someone levied a criticism that the photos that we saw weren't real, Ugh. that they'd been doctored, not that they were fake, right. but that they had been doctored. And the way uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> okay, so NDT. Our our favorite astrophysicist NDT mm -hmm. said that it was it was the equivalent of you know humans can't see infrared light so the pictures were beamed back but they had to color treat them so we could actually see them the visible yeah. spectrum that we can see so it it was 
um, the closest thing to authentic um, images that we could get because our our eyes can't see. But in it's, that still the, it's still the 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 conversion though. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's consistent. The same thing. It's consistent. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That was yeah. that's what uh, NDT was saying. NDT for all of you stands for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, so he he explained that recently, but I wanted we're to, all really big fans of him here. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I know Lindy's not a big fan. I actually had the privilege to meet the man before I knew who he was. It was very funny. So this was like twenty. No, this was twenty twelve. That's when he was just Neil Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. He not all three not all three names. Oh, I was at this this event um, dating myself. It was a an event uh, through the Clinton Foundation some time ago, and they mentioned that this this the New York's uh, the astrophysicist from the New York Planetarium was there, and I was like, "Who's that?" Like I had no idea who it was, and uh, I got a picture of myself with him. You so, did? Oh yeah, got me a picture with. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I did not know who he was at the time, but he since went on to become quite popular. Oh, yeah. Or quite famous. I'm going to say it that yeah, way. Yeah, quite, sure. quite famous. Um, so back to James Webb and the telescope. So I was looking at some of these images, and many of them... There's the composite of all this, the different galaxies, mm -hmm. which was mind-blowing, as you said. Then there were these photos of individual galaxies that had this, like, dust cloud around them. It, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, like, a cosmic womb. Yeah. That's what it looked like to yeah, me. I could see that. And some looked even like mitochondria. If you've ever seen under microscope what, what it looks like when a cell divides, mm -hmm. like a human cell, a single human cell, when it, when it divides, or, you know, uh, birth uh, in the womb of our, our own species, a single cell dividing, there are galaxies that look like that. Only imagine that instead of taking milliseconds like it does in, in a, in a, at our level of existence, and you're a you're a galaxy imagine how long it takes for yeah. that quote cell to divide and it just looks like when you <clears throat> see those 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 photos it looks like they're these cosmic wombs birthing galaxies yeah. and well that's all what it is right it was a nebulous they were looking into right so that's that was and well certainly long time ago it happened but isn't that kind of the the birth of a star isn't that what they were looking at yeah. Yeah. that's what those parts were um it without yeah. question that is that is what's happening mm -hmm. and i think the thing that i i believe james webb telescope photos are showing us even more with more clarity than hubble did hubble opened our minds okay <clears throat> it really yeah. did james webb since it's seeing so far into the past I'll say mm -hmm. I think it's 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 almost a quantum leap forward in our understanding of our galaxy the nature of life what what is what constitutes life and we're going to get into that in a minute but then what's our place in it what does it mean to be alive what does it mean to be I, I, alive I'll just leave it like that and I 
I would say that those galaxies, the planets inside them, aren't they a form of life? It's just not the kind of life we know is in our in our you know mammalian earthling well, I, in my opinion it's a form of energy well sure which um, is what we are yeah uh yeah so there's a image that was been shared around and you shared it too i had copied it and and saved it but it's the uh it's from pablo carlos budasi and it's an image of the entire universe as wow. seen by the sun being the central figure. And this is the known universe the known, for us. The known universe. Okay. And it, it looks like an eyeball if you're holding it out. And as you zoom in, it's got all the different galaxies and all the nebulas and hmm. stars. And, and, and the very uh, outer edge of that uh, rendering looks like sort of... Um, Chromosomes, right? Tentacles. Yes. As you get to the farthest How do they know that? Edge, How do they know? What, I don't know. I, is this again with the spec era, the theory of or speculating? I'm sure they have to be at some point. I, uh, I think they do. And, uh, you know, we've said this before. Yeah. It takes, you know, the imagination of an artist to mm -hmm. bring to life and vision what we all know but can't see um, and it makes a big difference. And I, I just, I, I do love that rendering. I think it's, it's kind of like the, re it reminds me of the rendering that it comes from the Renaissance and I've, you've seen it. It's, there's a, there's a, a sun, that Renaissance style, there's a sun and then you see a guy crawling under the veil. He's halfway in underneath the veil on one side and, and it starts to think about the the that this thin veil between dimensions that's mm -hmm. the first time i think humanity ever kind of visualized what a veil between two dimensions could be and this is a similar moment you think we're, so we're, we're getting a peek into something brand new i do you know um okay so here's the thing that i i think so the hubble yeah, we we've only been we've only had yeah. space telescopes for thirty years. Right. The rest of them were land based, so you know you can only see so far with the land base. Yeah. So we initially thought that the dots, you know, we considered them stars up there. The light dots. The, in the light sky. dots. Okay, <laughs> that's a star. Then we got a little closer and we realized, well, uh, that's possibly a galaxy. Yeah. Now we've gotten so far in, because partly because we were, the Earth was blocking the sun, they were able to see in the tiniest little space that those are all galaxies. What they're saying, and this is what blows my mind, today they believe that there is at least one trillion galaxies in the universe. Trillion? Yeah. And each galaxy has one trillion stars so and okay and that's not that's not it Ooh. and one trillion planets i mean they're in the trillions you know that you, yeah. you got to guess here a little but well, you sure. know they know the difference between billions to trillions um and they're saying it's 50 to 80 billion rock-like goldilocks planets 
in our Milky Way. So by Goldilocks, you mean not too hot, zone. not too yeah. cold, just where right. The, where the Earth is, uh, <laughs> as opposed to the Sun, yeah. how it, how it sits. For the kind uh, of life. Say it again: have. fifty to eighty billion rock-like planets in the Goldilocks zones in our Milky Way. Our Milky Way. In our Milky Way. Oh my gosh, that's not even. That's one galaxy that's just one out of all the well and it, what so now we, we talk about is there life somewhere else is i mean it's life? just not even a question <laughs> how can it be you'd statistically? be insane to think that there isn't i that that just blows my mind and you know it wasn't too long ago we couldn't see any of that yeah and i remember as a kid i was just thinking sure this is a star it's like a it's a little sun up there mm-hmm. and that wasn't it twinkle i didn't realize that little sun is a whole galaxy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. We didn't know that. We didn't. Oh, they showed images of Orion's belt, I believe, and there was all kinds of crazy stuff going on in there. You know, it's like I posted something and it was, there was a picture of a galaxy that supposedly looked, resembled a bat, right? Oh, yeah, I Mm. saw that. And it was uh, 1,200 light years away. And a light year is 5.2 trillion miles. <laughs> well, we're talking we a lot of teas. We, we got, got a lot snacks. of trillions going tonight. Need lots of snacks for that. So <laughs> 5.2 trillion miles away. And so, like, when you think of how we put descriptions on things and how we measure things, yeah. you know, it's almost like, you know, uh, Canadians use kilometers, right? Yeah. They use the metric system. Yeah. Um, you just cross the border and we have miles, and that's a different measurement, right? So you go out in the outer space, which has always been an unknown, kind of, you know, for us. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the smarter intellectuals. Oh, right, we're, right. Uh, we don't even look up enough. Right. We, we just keep walking straight. Like Zachariah Sitchens. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, we, like you were saying, you look up in the sky and you see a star. And then later in life, maybe when you're 12, somebody says, oh, that's actually Venus. You know, and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. not even. That's, that's not even, just a planet. That's a planet? Really? And now yeah. it's like you see Venus all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh or Mars well, or whatever. your mind expands around the information you receive and you accommodate it and accommodate it and accommodate it. And, you know, that's how knowledge is built over time. Yeah. Unless the world resets, which we've talked about in the past. Well, well, but, like, so let's assume the knowledge is adding to itself right now. What do you guys think the next level of that knowledge well, could be? I, what, what I was getting to and along the same train of thought is... So the way that we measure things, we say eight point or five point two trillion miles. Um, <clears throat> so, what about learning what other measurements are? Like because time mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. is pretty much related to gravity. the sun yep. and gravity mm-hmm. and. I mean, it's kind of got to be, really. But what about, like, out someplace else? What oh, is it? It's got to totally be completely I think different. I, I think I understand what you're saying. So, totally different. So you could, I think we're going to learn with quantum physics that it's not about distance. 
No. It's not going to be about distance. There's no way you have ETs coming here from trillions, trillions of miles away. They Lundy, figured out that way. What I'm way. getting at is wherever they're coming from, their time is different mm -hmm. than yes, ours. I agree with that. Th their concept. So we have 365 days a, in a year. We have 60 seconds in a in a minute, right? You right. know, 60 minutes in an hour. Somebody created that. And they did it based on our terrestrial habits, our, our environment, yeah. right? And also the longevity of life. Right. And that yeah, has to do right. with gravity, and it has to do with, you know, the rotation of our, of, our, of our planet around the sun. It has to do with a lot of different things. So if you have, and I'm going super deep, and I, my mind's about to explode. So if you have, <laughs> the, the reason we're alive for a certain amount of time is because all that, right? Mm -hmm. So your cells at a cellular level are calculate is calculating time the same exact way your the rest of your body. You know, I mean, yeah. everything is calculated because it's all aging at the same rate, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you go out to where time is different things are aging people like these beings could be living this these like to it would us, have been hundreds of thousands of years but yes. you come here on earth but out there it's 20 minutes or a, a month so but, if if there's a big bang right and we do we know where the center of the big bang yeah, is yeah i don't know that we know that <laughs> so well, like and then what happened before the big bang so there's so many like you know you, you know one thing i was thinking um Maybe we have just decided our lives are going to be about a hundred years if you're really lucky. It's consciousness. <clears throat> it, it's it it's consciousness. intent. It, you know, it's the what we've made up as being our lives. But maybe, you know, we've talked about this before, the power of the mind. If we said we were going to live 200 years, our cells might program themselves to live 200 years because we're in control of them anyway. But, you know, you could... You can kind of think about that yeah. in the vastness of space. If it's all consciousness is what we're learning. Stephen it Greer is. does this with the CE5s. I mean, they've, they've been calling in uh, UFOs with laser counters and intent. What if out there is as easy to, to, to touch as our minds being able to go there so there's no distance anymore and that quantum quantum physics is getting to that anyway string theory is going there is that it's just a thought this and is then, all just a thought it's not yes, distance there's yes. no distance anymore i i totally get that at the most esoteric level i completely agree with the, what you just said and yet i'm i struggle in this reality yeah this collective reality we're inhabiting together i struggle to figure out how to get where you're talking oh, about oh yeah i, well, I, I don't you know do how to get there well, you either do it blows dreams, my own mind yeah but you know. do in your dreams in yeah. your dreams you travel yep astro and i'm going to call them dreams in quotes in your dreams you travel yeah so if 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 what you're saying is true we ought to be able to live longer mm -hmm. and and yet um i haven't talked about this yet I'm not going to go down this tangent. I'm only going to say this one fact. There is some evidence that we have our DNA has been limited, that it has been the the set point has been changed. Mm -hmm. That they like put a, a governor on like it. a road speed governor on yep. on that rental truck from the U-Haul. Yep. Um, they don't want you to go 
any further so they they limit it to about yeah. 100 125 is about about as old as as most people are getting now as 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 um nutrition and other things have improved 125 is that what you said yeah yeah and that's not li- average that's the that's the max there, there have been a few outliers that have gotten a little older than that but that's about as old as people have gotten and then the median age is 80 now in in america in japan it's close to 100 really they're just they're just healthier they don't they walk a lot they eat a lot less they're heavy smokers aren't they yeah but they eat a lot less <laughs> Oh yeah, they're stressed. They're, yeah, they have a lot of stress. That yeah. conforming to society is yeah. a pretty stressful <clears throat> business. But um, in terms of longevity, there are some places where that occurs. That you know there are environmental factors. But there's pretty much that that age governor yeah. on our yeah. on our DNA that stops us. And I and I mean I'm not going to get into telomeres and all that other stuff. But there there are all these factors. And then at some point, I want to tell you. Um, what it says in the hermetic texts in the emerald tablets of Thoth about oh. age extension, but we're not talking about that today. Do you say Thoth? Thoth, okay. yes, the emerald tablets of Thoth. That's and if Billy we Carson right there, talk maybe a little, about huh? the Anunnaki, which I know mm-hmm. we're going to get to later, that's all <clears throat> in, involved. But I want to I want to circle back on the the James Webb and sort of what I think James Webb means for all of us. And we've talked a little bit about what it means, but I think for the idea that there are there are other forms of life in our galaxy or even in another galaxy, to me, is absolute. There is no question in my mind that that's possible and it's highly likely. So let's talk for just a second about what that means to us as humans. And I'm just going to frame it up, and I want you guys to just jump in. So the idea of aliens as other, okay? The very word alien means other mm-hmm. when we call them that. Extraterrestrial is a better term. Um, that still means outside of our Earth, outside of Earth, extraterrestrial. So, you know, humans, we're not so good with otherness. That's not a thing we like too much, you know, even if you're from the west side and I'm from the east side, Mm -hmm. you know, you're from Texas and I'm from California. Oh, my Mm -hmm. goodness. You might as well be from, like we say, different planets. Mm. They're tougher in New York. Yeah, they're. (laughs) And yet (laughs) New Yorkers are so they're good with a lot of change and they're good with a lot of different types of people. It's, Mm -hmm. It's pretty incredible. Then, you know, when you think about aliens, quote, aliens, we expect them potentially to be different from us right we expect them to be different um and then we're going to have different reactions what do you think the reactions might be to extraterrestrials i'm going somewhere so just play with me what do you think the reactions what are some like name a reaction you might have so you're setting up a scenario like if the james webb we we see an alien waving at us in a photo yeah what's the reaction yeah uh, different people. We're just talking about different voices. I think you're going to have fear. a lot of fear. lots of fear and a lot of of denial. I think denial, denial, denial. It's a hoax. This picture's Absolutely. not real. Okay. Yeah. What? Well, I what's, think it what's depends. another scenario? I think it's, it depends. Um, I think if we're talking about a an image captured from a telescope, then. 
I think it's going to be more of excitement for okay. everybody because it, it's uh, not because it's it's out there. light years away. It's still yeah, out there. It's still not threatening because it's yeah. Okay. And, yeah. I don't and it's, think it's going to be. It's so, still two D, right? Yeah. It's still a two dimensional object. Or you know, potentially, it's still one hundred and thirty million light years yeah, away. So right. I'm they're probably dead by be, now anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I will be by the time anything yeah, gets here. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm imagining something like the Death Star that we would see. Like <laughs> sure. that's not a planet. That's, that's something built by somebody that's no moon yes exactly so so fear excitement mm -hmm. maybe uh welcoming with open arms relief relief denial Den denial yeah all these different emotions and then the last one that's the most damaging we treat them as gods yeah right because like we're programmed to do that and that's been said that it's possible that the aliens yeah, don't come down and land on the yeah. white house lawn because we'll treat them well, like we'll either shoot holes in them well, or yeah. we'll treat them like gods well yeah so we'll get back to that point but i i want to stick on this this idea of otherness this concept of otherness because we see it play out everywhere like you're from this country and i'm from that country and i'm going to invade you and take your stuff and there's always the point that, you know, you're from this planet that's more technologically advanced than me and you're going to come and take my stuff. Are you going to try to turn me into something or are you going to use me as food? Mm. You know, there's all these possibilities, right? You're going to steal my gold, <laughs> in the case of the Anunnaki. Yeah. Um, but, like, when you think about otherness, even on our own planet, why are there some animals, some mammals that we want to cuddle Mm -mm. And some that we don't. So what's the difference? Why are there some animals that we want to eat and some we don't? Because cockroaches are ugly as shit. They Great. just are. They're fucking gross. I don't want to eat bugs, but <laughs> it sounds like we're headed that way. Yeah. That way. yeah. Um, but like a bear versus a tarantula. Mm -hmm. A bear is way more fierce and scary than a tarantula. Like a bear can hurt you. But, like, people are less afraid of bears than they are of tarantulas. Inter interestingly, interestingly enough, neither of them know each other exists. Exactly. Oh. And, you know, one is a mammal. A bear is a mammal. It has live babies. It doesn't lay eggs. Mm -hmm. You know? It doesn't molt. There you go. I, I think molting would be kind of cool. You mean I could just get rid of this and, and I could grow taller? I'm kind of for that. I kind of want that. Sorry, guys. I'm molting this week. Yeah. Not, I can't I can't go. I, I, I can't come out. I got at least three months before I can come. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's that concept of otherness, like the bear versus the tarantula. And then I think I want to I want to explore for just a second that, you know, when you think about different types of life that would be possible, you got to understand that, you know, the beings that we might encounter in those galaxies evolved under different physical circumstances, different timelines, <clears throat> different gravity, different elemental um, uh, air, water and other things, whatever it would be called on their planet. It might not even be called. It, it might not even be called air and water. Right. It would have a different name. But yeah. the idea of the the in the inhalation um, ingestion of some, you know, way to breathe and, and, and live and move through the world. So you got to understand that could be very different. We might be so confused by the otherness that there's some examples. As humans, we might be so confused by otherness that we don't even recognize it as a living being. Yeah. 
Think about it. Trees. Yeah. Okay. We see trees all the time, but until I'm going to say until recently, the consciousness for most of the world that a tree is a living being right. is, it's not been there. It's like, Oh, it's just a tree. It doesn't, it's not alive. Like and I'm just going to cut it down. I'm just going to, right. yeah, it doesn't talk. It doesn't do anything, you know? No, not true. It's just a different form of life than you are. What about slime? Have you seen some of these pictures of this slime? that is moving around oh. it it can solve puzzles it can you can put it in a maze like a mouse puzzle and sol solving slime yes puzzle solving slime that's a good tongue twister puzzle solving slime <laughs> i think i need a t-shirt with that on there so the you puzzle can't do that on television puzzle puzzle that the show yes. yeah 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 that was a Brit british production canadian or british i think it was really? canadian yeah it might have been canadian so Puzzle solving slime. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a, a form of life that is you that don't recognize. Is that something from the ocean? Where is this slime coming from? Uh, there are some slimes that are from the ocean. There are some that are from the forest. Okay. You know, fungi? Yeah, fungi slime? No. No, they, they communicate. The, the communication oh, right, right, of right, fungi. Right, 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 right. The fact that some plants release spores that communicate. They have languages. They do. So, so tell me, even among us on this planet right now, there are forms of life that we don't recognize as living beings. Can we, can we sort of make room for that possibility right now, right? So, you know, let's talk about religion for a second. Okay. Extraterrestrials come from somewhere, somewhere else. They make it here. Um, would you... When you, would you take them to church with you? And would you ask your um, pastor to baptize them? <laughs> would you baptize this slime? Or would you baptize not if this? It was the, not if it was the uh, creatures from Signs. Yeah, and, right. And that Shemilons was a crazy. Stuff. Do you yeah. know one of the, yeah, one of the popes? I don't know which pope it was. He said, uh, you know, aliens are God creatures too. And we'd be happy to... Uh, you know, they can be born again like the rest of us. Well, it he kind of had to he say, kind of had to say that to keep the, yeah. you know, keep the dream alive. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, fascinating, I right? I wouldn't take them to church. Maybe you a baseball game. You yeah. yeah. So baseball, yes. Share your culture, but maybe not your religion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not your indoctrination. So, okay, that there's that. You guys aren't playing with me on this one, so I'm going to go sciencey on you. So, um all those galaxies that the James Webb shows us. So we're carbon-based life forms, right? And that means that, you know, carbon might not be the only form of life on these other places, these other galaxies or these, these other planets. Now, carbon uses water. It's based on water, and it uses light or chemicals as its source. So that's what carbon does. And it, all these configurations, right? Plants, animals, rocks, um, all of it. We also have silicon on Earth here. Um, uh, we use silicon microchip in our microchips. So silicon is a form, is an elemental form, and that's important. But silicon oxidizes when it's in oxygen. So, okay, wait, wait. so, so I'm just hold on. I'm going somewhere. So if silicon oxidizes when it's in oxygen, it turns into a rock. Basically, it can't support a living being in the way we need it to support life on this planet. But what, what would a silicon world look like? 
So we talked about Jupiter earlier. I'm going to shift to a, a planet nearby to Saturn. And one of Saturn's moons, Titan. Now, Titan has the kind of environment that could sustain life if it were silicon-based. Okay? But we're not looking for that, right? Right. Like, as humans looking in these galaxies, we're not necessarily looking for silicon-based life. Or some other element on the periodic yeah, table. Yeah, you're I don't right know. about that. We're, we're looking not. for the Goldilocks. I mean, we're yes. that's where we're all that's pointing we're looking our, for animals. Pointing our we're telescope. looking for mammals. We're looking for people. Humanoids. Yeah. Quote yeah. a people, right? Yeah. People that look well, like us. Let me let me take that back. Us normies, right? Are sure. thinking of it as people, yeah. but some of these scientists, they're just looking for signs of life. Right. Period. What are Anything. the different elements? What are the different, <clears throat> you know, gases? And they know they can find it in water, so they're looking for water. Sure. You can That's so kind of a shortcut, really. They're, right. they're right. lumping in, they're th tossing in there like Earth-like planets, just to kind of ramp up the yes the support yes for it so let me throw you another curveball because i'm on a roll um what about worlds that use thermal energy versus stellar radiation so stellar radiation is sunlight movement sunlight. rather than sunlight magnetism yeah. yes so so sunlight is stellar oh. radiation Thermal energy. So a neutron star or a magnetar have harvest energy from the star's magnetic field. Every star, the Earth has a magnetic field too. Right. Um, it's it's a toric field. You've seen pictures of this. Yeah. Yep. Your heart is a torus. Your heart is a toric field as well. And um, these are microphones or. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm sorry. Your heart is a toric field as well. No, I mean the the microphone. Oh yeah. Is absolutely. A Look at you with your <laughs> knowledge. Thank you. Well, anyhow, imagine what kind of life would live on a planet that was not powered by stellar radiation. So you wouldn't have green plants that harvest sunlight and turn it into food because that's what plants do. Chlorophyll does that transition. What would those look like? And again, I don't have an answer for this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm salting your imagination right yeah, now to make you thirsty, thirsty for a new way of thinking. And then... The last thing I'll leave you with that will blow your minds and we can go on to the Anunnaki <clears throat> is self-replicating machines that self-organize. And we have some, of, we have some examples of those. Mm -hmm. I've seen some examples of those here on Earth. And then that self-replicating machine creates the conditions for another machine to be mm -hmm. built and so on and so on and so on. Um, but it's not organic life the way that we see it. So, again, I, I think what James Webb does for our collective consciousness is open our minds to a completely different way of viewing what life is. Well. Could, could, so, <clears throat> could... Life, okay, so you have life inside of, let's just say there's obviously planets inside this big giant nebulous that we saw. Yes. But can the whole nebulous be life too? Can that all be consciousness? Oh, I think it is. I, I mean, that that's kind of oh, what yeah, I, I where my is. mind goes is that totally. everything we're looking at is alive. If you want to do the tree thing, then I would say... If I'm looking at something like that, it almost looks like it has a heartbeat. I mean, it's it's so 
organic yeah. and and uh, and flowing. What would yeah. maybe not it's, flowing, it's but breathing. Yeah, it's, it's communicating. The, the whole thing could be so alive. Yeah. So what makes us so sure that the the direction, the opposite direction, like how do we know that an atom is the smallest particle, right? Oh sure. Well, uh, it, it isn't actually, but quark. I know what you're, I know what you're getting at. Quark. How do we know that even a quark is the smallest yeah, molecule? Yeah. I don't think that we do know that. Mm -mm. And the possibility that we may keep looking and we may be able to never see the bottom. We can go yeah. deeper and deeper, yep. and maybe that's part of the matrix. Yeah. I said matrix. Infinite, <laughs> infinite bigness and yeah. infinite smallness. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you, yeah, is that right. what's yeah. in that drink? You're carrying that around. It's, supposed, it's looking like coffee, but I'm not sure. But you never. I mean, that that's the thing. We're we're, we're there's probably. Well, okay, we could come to some wall, and we keep looking with the telescope. All of a sudden, we see the wall. You know, it's got a little the, light switch the on it. Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, we see a wall. I, uh -huh. I I doubt that. That wall is zeros and ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But maybe we. There's just no way we'll just continue to look out like we'll continue to look down. Yeah. Those two things will never be solved. The possibility that we can continue to go farther and farther and farther. I think it's probably already been solved, with uh, some deep acid trips yeah they've gotten to the bottom <laughs> yeah. there's plenty of people there's who some shamans that have gotten people to the have bottom figured it out yeah. yeah i do think this this consciousness mm -hmm. angle is the ultimate yeah me too and i i always have that sort of i'll say in the back of my of my mind that that is the ultimate answer and that all of the things that we're discussing and all of the things that we're imagining is our path to just get back to the beginning. Yeah. The strangest thing for me, though, out of all of this is, you know, the, the consciousness on the level of humanity. Yeah. Because we share this world with so many other creatures. And we have no idea what their conscious level of consciousness yeah, is right yeah you know like you, can, you can see yeah dolphins octopus whales, octopi, whales. elephants whales. they're yeah. smart aren't they rats rats hey rats. even the cockroaches you mentioned earlier yeah they've got a sentience to maybe them. they're all like uh, they're they're next level like <laughs> they they leveled up they're like we got to get out of this this human thing they're a bunch they're a bunch of idiots we're going up to the next level and that's cockroach i wonder if there are if there are other planets out there that are sustaining life if they have like a cockroach type thing that you know what i mean <laughs> they're like, all disgusted by yeah. yeah i bet every planet does yeah. so uh, tell you you remember the movie luc besson uh valerian city of a thousand planets mm -mm. Mm -mm. it has a scene well it the big opening scenes are are phenomenal and they really do get to what we're talking about so that's on your on your to watch list um uh, city of a thousand planets valerian luc besson, luc besson. Luc besson. Um, i think he did fifth element as well oh, okay so the scene is starts out i'm not giving anything away it opens up with 
the space race on our planet and the, the Americans and then the Americans shaking hands with the Russians and then, you know, the next group shaking hands with the Chinese and the next group shaking hands with the Indians and then the next group shaking hands with the Guatemalans and da 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 da, da, da right? On and on and on. It shows... Sounds very science fiction. Right, and then shaking hands with... Um, another species, you know, an, 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 um, an insectoid species. The point I'm making is the, the city of a thousand planets grows because it's basically the space station that each planetary civilization, as we meet them, puts a, uh, their own little s- uh, city on, hooks it onto the space station so oh, that it becomes cool. a city of a thousand planets. And one of the species is these they're kind of like nanobots but they pro but they live inside of the electronics that run the station and they are the ones that make the repairs they're the Mm -hmm. ones and that is their job and that is what they do and that is their purpose just like the cockroaches purpose is to clean they process dirt and heavy metals and other things and they clean the soils with their bodies it goes through their system, and they, they, what they leave behind their excrement actually is clean soil. Same with different bugs, different things. My point is everything has a purpose. Wow, everything. I didn't know that they were cleaners. They clean. They really? Clean. They clean. A lot of insects clean. Yeah, worms, but worms clean. That's still not going to make me like it, them anymore because sure they, they just like them, and and they're food for other things. Yeah, but they they clean. They're the cleanup crew. Ants wow. ants are the cleanup crew too. But ants don't process it through them. They move stuff physically. Ants will take your crumbs. You just you want to know what an ant does? Leave a cookie. Leave just actually just a few crumbs of a cookie, and watch them clean it up and take it away, and it won't be there the next day. Yeah, it's amazing. And so, and birds do the same thing. Sucker fish. Yes. They clean the bottom of the Everything has a purpose. There's a video that I saw, and if I can find it, I'll insert it here on the video. But there's this video where these ants are, like, walking in circles. Have you seen that? And it's like, are they lost? Are they missing legs? Why are they doing that? I don't remember what the explanation was. but Have you seen the video where the ants form a natural bridge mm-hmm. so that they can you know bridge across large distances that's how they do it they hook to each other and they sacrifice Uh uh-huh some of them get sacrificed and they know that it's going to be inevitable Uh uh-huh yeah bees bees also and Hmm. and yet we have you talk about this collective consciousness which is in essence a hive mind but i think that where we are in this moment in our evolution as a species is that while we are individuated, okay? If all of us is consciousness, and the one theory is that we all return to the one consciousness. Okay, great, I like that idea a lot, it's comforting. But in the meantime, we're individual consciousness. You're Mm self-actualized. You have a set of filters named Lundy. I have a set of filters. JP has a set of filters. And yet, we are a collective consciousness. So the point being that where does where do I begin and and end? Where do you begin and I end? Okay, so here's another. This is trippy. Uh, we've probably talked about this before, but we're talking a little bit about the soul and about reincarnation. So yeah. 
it's possible that we're all up there wherever there is and we're still up there but we're projecting a life down here and we've we, we're projecting a life down here but we're still up there so our consciousness is basically we are all connected because we're all one thing yeah. we're coming from the same place like avatar but we split off yeah. we split off to do this kind of learning and understanding you know human nature and all those love all those pieces and parts but we're truly just this is this is pretty common knowledge yeah but we split off and then uh we go back to the one source so yeah. right now us being an individual is what's meant to be this is what we're meant to do that we aren't meant to completely yeah. intertwine ourselves yeah. so there's another thought is that the opposite way that the powers that be keep us apart because we're mm. too strong collected oh, if wow. we come together and we realize that our conscious minds can change our reality yes. we can do it and it's been proven <laughs> it's been proven that yes. it's done in groups yeah. i mean there's there's some great uh proof of that then if we were able to do that as a complete society we wouldn't need government we wouldn't need all the all the higher ups to tell us what to do so right. keep us apart yeah. those are two different ways of thinking about it yeah. but that yeah. that i love what you just said that just describes the mm -hmm. way i look at it mm -hmm. yeah i mean i've i've seen people uh talk about this and and it's it's all it can be damaging you know the talk you know what i mean because there's people who uh go through horrific trauma mm -hmm. right yeah. and f and for somebody to say we can control that narrative yeah you know, right. and it's like, well, I mean, the yeah. what what the truth is showing us is the free will of people, you know, is more uh, uncontrollable under those circumstances. You know what I mean? Like when you inject fear. Well, it's not necessarily when you inject fear. When you inject uh, just the reality that you have no control oh yeah yeah hopelessness great no right. not right. hopelessness i don't know I it's think, not hopelessness I think fear and hopelessness are very related. like if if and i'm not trying to you know make this super bad but when those people standing on the ledge of a window on 9 11 they had a choice whether to burn alive or to fall to their, or jump to their death. You know, did they have hope that maybe they might survive? No, they just knew that they didn't want to burn. You know what I mean? So, like, when you're standing at that, when you have to make that kind of fucked up decision, you know what I mean? That is, like, where that kind of thinking becomes... Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, I'm at a place right mm -hmm. now where I don't have that kind of control. Right. So now right. as a soul, is that somebody who, you know, has to live through some, you know what I mean? Is that, is that some kind of a. Well, right. But there's a, okay. So there's, there's certainly, um, full, full religions and everything that talk about the idea of 
let go of control. You really don't control anything. I mean, I'm in a group that we talk about the idea of uh, being okay with not being in control. And that's what gives you, there's some solid, there's a, there's a yeah. sense of well-being in that when you know that you're just going to ride the wave. And whatever happens, you'll be okay. Yeah. One way or yeah. the other, you're going to be okay. Even if you die, you're going to yeah. be okay. The idea is this is the wave of life. And you don't have control of it. So there's a couple of different ways of thinking. I don't know. I like to think that we're more powerful as groups than we are individuals. And I would love to see us come together more, even if it isn't like, you know, our minds are going to melt everything and we have a whole new reality. No. But the idea of us connecting better and making some group decisions, I think, is incredibly powerful if we could ever do it. Well, I think, you know, that's the way that civilizations have done their thing. You know, like there's that's why we have that's why we vote. That's why we have, you know, the way the government, you know, that's why we have a government, because we know that people don't have any control. So we have to have a force yeah. there to control people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yes, you're right. There's power in numbers, but also there is power in solitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between being alone and having solitude. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes when we talk about like uh, when when shit hits the fan and we have to think about um, survival apocalypse apocalypse whatever EVP a lot of people are going to be they're afraid the fear kicks in because Mm -hmm. they don't know A what's going to happen and B they know they're going to lose a lot yep those those societal norms those classes that people are in Mm -hmm. is going to be crushed immediately Mm -hmm. to a powder to a powder yeah so uh yeah then all you have is is who you are yeah and you got to figure out really quick where these numbers are because the numbers that you had before are no longer there anymore the artifice is all gone and then it comes down to and, and I love this saying, and I, I try to live by this a little bit. You can't change what happens to you, but you can change how you're affected by it. Yeah. So the and people that will be strong are the people that can accept what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. And as without opposed, going into panic. That's mode. right. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it's going to happen to you. It's happening to all of us. How are you affected by it? It's the same thing where, you know, it's it's not how many times you fall. It's how you get back up. That's but right. there's really something to that fact that, you know, it. how are you affected by it? And that's going to be the strong and the weak. So going back to the James Webb scenario, you know, there are people that actually believe that we are the most advanced, hmm. you know, and that possibly there are no other there's no life out there. Just like there were no dinosaurs, that those kind of. No, that. I don't. I don't even think that. <laughs> I don't even like 
just people who they're like, no, well, let's not even focus on that. Yeah. You know, let's yeah. not, we have so much more problems yeah. here, you know, and maybe um, that just puts them on a different timeline than us. Mm-hmm. Oh, for because sure. Because we accept that there is something that is beyond that, that is different than us. I'll just say different. I'm not going to say it's better. I'm not going to say it's worse. I'll just say it's different. And it's a, di- it's life expressing itself in a different form. And all we do here, Eckhart Tolle talks about this is, this life is really playing with form, you know, Mm. whether it's, you know, music is art, you know, how many ways can you organize the notes? You know, there's just, it's playing with form, all of it. And I've got to believe that the creators, the creator and the power, the creators invested in all the galaxies and all the, all the, the nebula, they're just playing with form too. Right. And, and, you know, everything I talked about earlier is, is about playing with form. Are you carbon-based? Are you silicon-based? Are you a crystal? Are you, are you going to be a plant? Are you going to be a tree? Are you going to be a rock? Are you going to use thermal energy? Are you going to use stellar radiation? What are you going to use? Or the, soul, or, or the creators or whatever That's the that, physical that are. manifestation. Yeah, they just gave an environment for that to happen. Yes. They, they gave us an That's ecosystem for all those things to form. In whatever way they can, whatever way they will, they gave us the format or the. That's right. There might be a series of templates and raw materials, and you get to choose. Right. Choose your own adventure. Well, I mean, like the um, the photos that we're seeing, you know, like I I said it before we hit record. Wouldn't it be great if we found out? that you take the the Hubble picture and you've seen these you have yeah. the Hubble picture and then you have <laughs> yeah. the James Webb picture yeah. and you know they're superimposed together but this one is more uh got clear cl- well yeah, yeah it's got yeah. more magnification yeah you can see more more stuff got more stuff in detail, it detail yeah so i mean it, it's possible that they could be just not only filtered but completely fabricated Oh. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that blow your mind? Oh, yeah. Oh, you heard it here first, yeah. folks. The James uh, Webb is all there hoax. for manipulating our minds It's possible, somehow. right? I mean, just imagine, like, everybody has their own POV, you know? Point of view, yeah. And so we have all these different points of view. However many people there are, there's that many points of view. There's that many different realities. You know, so when you see somebody's story come on TV saying that, hey, I was abducted by aliens, you know, whether they're honest or not, it doesn't matter because it's their point of view. Right. I mean, yeah, we could find out if they were telling the truth or not, but there's millions of them. Right. So these are their people, these people's realities. Just imagine if one of your friends came up to you and they were dead serious when they said, you're not going to believe this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what? And they go, I have been waking up every day and it's been the same day (laughs) for years. (laughs) I have been living the same day. I mean, we know they've been making (laughs) movies about it, but you're like, what are you talking about? Do you believe them? You know what I mean? God, yeah. probably yeah. not. It would take a lot like, more are for you, me and, to But they're like, dude, I'm telling you, this is serious. I've been living the same day. Right. 
I've been living it for so long, I don't even remember what happened yesterday. You know what I mean? Wow. So, like, there's so many different things that out, out there that, you know, just can blow your mind in one way or another. I mean, I don't even know why I thought I, I thought of that because, like, I started thinking of... Hold on a second. It's next door, I think. Or was it outside? Might have been outside, yeah. yeah. Somebody okay. driving by. I don't know. I was just I, I was thinking about Jupiter being made of mostly gas, right. hydrogen and helium, and they don't even know what the core is. And that is like almost within walking distance compared to those images on the James Webb photos. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, I mean, if we don't even know what the core, uh, I mean, we don't even know what the core of... Uh, our planet is yeah i mean they got a, a stinking well, suspicion well but. sure but nobody's drilled down there and found out that's right. a theory that yeah. really is a theory they, well it, it's made of some iron because mm -hmm. it has a magnetic field <laughs> right right so i'm not saying that's true i'm saying that's the theory yeah but let's 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 bring this amazing you know romp to a close and say that a couple of things have risen to the surface here we human beings have created this thing called a James Webb Space Telescope with all these specifications to peer out into the deep space, um, into the unknown, to see back into our past. We're doing this with, a, with the consciousness that we have today, with in this dimension, the third dimension, maybe the fourth, depending on who you ask, but we're doing it to look at physical things and Whereas we all are inhabiting the same consciousness. So the images that are being sent back to us, as fascinating as they are, are doing something to shape our understanding of what this dimension is. And whether they're coming from someone else or allegedly, somebody else. Allegedly. Of course, <laughs> allegedly. Um, or whether they are, in fact, you know, a nod from the infinite. I think we'll have to wait and see as we explore more of the gray area. Thank you.